It takes money. Oh my god, your mum's super hot then. Oh, thanks. I'll pass on the message. It's all about the dados, baby. I'm stuck on turkey now. Are you a swinger? What? No. Like, damn, so close. Let me know how to hook my sexy co-worker. No. Vicky, hold it in. Away, Seaboat! Away, Seaboat. Insane ramblings. Hey everyone, this is Ben for Insane Ramblings. We've got a very short episode for you today. It's episode 37. This is where Vicky says something. <laughs> you didn't leave a, I was like, well, that's finished up. <laughs> you didn't leave me much of a gap to really say anything. Okay, well, I was, was going to be like... I'm looking at my Hello Kitty money box. Yay! Well, you got so pissed off at me a few episodes ago when I didn't introduce you. That I didn't well, you didn't introduce be... me again. You just thought it was so funny. I had to try it one more time. Well, I have a lot to fit in. I've got the episode number, what kind of episode it is. I've got my introduction. I get all swept yeah, up Yeah, you're right. You've got a lot to say. <laughs> I'll just uh, start my own podcast of Ben just yammering on and uh, at the end yeah, I'll be Ben's like, Yeah, Ben's introducing things. Yeah. Like, have you met my friend Julian? <laughs> <laughs> what, talking to the internet, introducing the internet to Julian? Is that where you're... Yeah, yeah, just introducing whatever to the internet. Like, have you heard about the conflict between, <laughs> I don't know, whoever? But I'm not uh, actually going to oh. be waiting for a response. I'll just uh, assume that they have and keep going. No, you just continuously introduce things. Okay, well, uh, a very uh, introductory podcast next time. <laughs> yeah, well, don't ruin our podcast with your new podcast plans. Come on. Well, what kind of intro would you like? I don't know, just one that includes me, I would have thought. Just, I don't know, you've got a wide opportunity here to get some ultimate title, like Queen Vicky or something <laughs> like that. Like, <laughs> so you're saying I'm just not creative enough with my own self-introduction by using just my name? Well, maybe. I mean, the Hello Kitty money box thing was pretty good, but... Uh, <laughs> well, it was what I was looking at. Is that what we should do every episode? Hey, this is Ben, and what's Vicky looking at? You never know! <laughs> Whoa, she's got crazy eyes. She could be looking at anything. It's like a very... <laughs> one room that she always podcasts from. Yeah, it's like a very quick game of I Spy. As soon as uh, we've done three episodes, it's the Hello Kitty money box, the uh, freaky light, and your poster with the stickers over it, and then you have to rotate back. Oh, they back. took that down. Oh, so it's we could gone. be looking at something completely different, a blank wall. I know. Ooh, no, there's stuff on it, but I won't tell you what. Might save that for next episode. But it is wait. a short game of I Spy if I just tell you what I'm looking at. <laughs> I Spy I something? I Spy with my little eye, a box. Huh. huh. <laughs> I wonder what, wonder what it could be. It seems like at the top of the show it could be just like, hey, everyone. This is Vicky the Great and some other stuff about a show, but we don't have time for that. But we're just going with uh, yeah, what's Vicky looking at? Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. All right, well, uh, you, you got to butt in quicker next time to get the good intro. <laughs> I didn't realize it was the quick and the rams. The quick and the rams or oh, ramblings? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, the butting in rams. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was... Too many options here. I thought maybe, you know, going back to episode one, you rammed me for a reason or something uh, like no, that. No, no, no. The rams are the butterinners of the animal kingdom. They're the butts of the animal kingdom. I don't know how I, uh, my mind didn't go to that straight away. I don't know how it didn't either. It's like we're miles apart. Mm, funny that. Also, Ben was telling me before the podcast that he would never do a long-distance relationship, right? I didn't say never. You said it's not likely. 
at this stage in my life, I said, if it was someone that I'd only just met, I probably wouldn't. But we've been doing this podcast long distance for a year. And look how that's working out. We're already starting out in an argument. <laughs> yeah, but what a great argument. It's true. So maybe the uh, disclaimer is that I would do a long distance relationship if it could benefit the world comedically. Yes. Okay. Well, that's all I was asking for. And so I'm really hoping that you bring your weight this episode. Otherwise, we might have to cut ties. Oh, that's awkward. Well, I'm coming <laughs> back in two months or so. so yeah. I, I don't know if um, it's one of those awkward face-to-face things. Like, it's not awkward until you see each other again. But I'm just giving you the heads up, just in case. Ooh. So how long beforehand would you have had to have been with them? I think it really depends on the person and how into them I was. And how uh, often I might get to see them. Like, if they were moving to another state and, like, it's still, you know, a five-hour drive or something like that, but I could meet up with them a couple of times a year. They could drive to me or I could drive to them or you could fly if you save up the money or whatever. Then that I would have to be less committed than someone going to Japan or Canada or the other side of the world where it's you know, a lot more effort to see each other. So I, I don't know. It, de- it depends. If it's like... My mum's Canadian, right? How did your parents... Had they meet? You dropped out a bit. They met at university in the UK. Oh, really? They met in the UK? I thought they met in Australia for some reason. No, no, no. They just moved to Australia afterwards. Uh, so how long did they know each other in the UK? Mm, I was born there, so I guess long enough to oh. get married. <laughs> at least nine months. <laughs> I don't think... Uh, I was born straight away, but you never know. <laughs> I haven't asked the thorough details in this situation. <laughs> um, or maybe I was just one of those uh, Jesus-like babies where miraculous conception. I assume, I've always assumed that's kind of how it worked for me. And they were just bonded together for life after my uh, appearance. They don't even like each other. They just stuck together because of you. Yeah, but I assume a lot of You seem to have that effect on people. Who else did I bond through <laughs> hatred in my presence? <laughs> well, you, you, me and you, for starters. <laughs> I guess it's a love-hate relationship. It's all the same, I, know. I suppose. That's right. I couldn't. I tried to escape to Japan and it didn't even work. Hang on, I'm going to get mum to shut up. It's going to be really <laughs> awkward if there's her talking in the bathroom on the background of this podcast. <laughs> I can't believe I hate people that talk on the toilet. I know. It's, I don't understand that people do it. All right, you there? Yeah. Yeah, I can't understand it. Imagine doing that in, like, a public toilet. Or even imagine being on the other end of that phone call. Yeah, I just think imagine being on the other end of that phone call. Yeah, do you think they realise what's going on? Like, all of a sudden there's just a bit of echo? My ex-boyfriend used to do it to me all the time. I hated it. And I would only realise when he flushed the toilet. And I was like, oh, fucking hell, that's disgusting. Yeah, I've, I've been not getting your full attention for the last five minutes. Yeah, I there was so much grunting. I thought he was just really <laughs> agreeing with this idea. He was just really into the uh, phone sex, but no. Oh, ew. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> Why would we be in the toilet during phone sex? Hey, I'm not the one who's uh, chatting and doing whatever. But yeah, I was, I was talking to Eddie today and he reminded me of a story when that's I got... Good. And did you go to the toilet? No. Well, maybe later, not... but not... He sounds like the kind of guy that will be looking out for other people's bladder health. Yeah, he, he's a nice guy like that. Yeah, like, have you been to the toilet today? I haven't actually, man. 
Like you pointed that out. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for the heads up. (laughs) So after I made a quick bathroom stop and uh, thanked Eddie for the advice, I rewarded him through story. (laughs) And it was a couple of years ago, I was applying for a whole bunch of jobs. And I had a job interview, like I got called back for one. Yeah. And I missed the phone call twice somehow. One of them, I think I just wasn't expecting to get a call. And so I left the phone in my room and I got a missed call. And somehow you didn't call back? I called back, but it was from a company. And instead of just going to the person that called me directly, it went to oh, just it went their, to like switchboard. Yeah, their company hotline kind of thing. So that didn't really help me. I, there was no way to get in touch with the person that was actually trying to help me out. See, I was talking to my friend about this today. Yeah. Do you call back missed calls? It depends. If I know who they are, do you mean? Or if it's just a random number? If it's a random number. Yeah, I tend to. If they left a message, then that helps a lot. But you're just talking about, I assume, it's just a random missed call from a random number. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a good question. I guess I'd take it on a case-by-case basis. I don't think I would call back every time. Maybe if I was expecting a call, I absolutely would. And then other times I might just think it's a missed dial or something. Or if it's important, they'll call back. You always do? Nearly always, yeah. And... Do you find that it's for you or uh, you just call back wrong numbers? No, usually it's for me. Yeah, because I assume that if they're calling, chances are that it is for you. The curiosity just drives me wild. I have to know who it was. Yeah. I got a weird message the other day where it was just about three minutes on my answering machine of the radio. <laughs> that wasn't me for a change? No, it wasn't back on the chain gang, thankfully. <laughs> well, what's the I don't want to be anything other than what I'm talking about? <laughs> it wasn't Gavin DeGraw Gavin either. Gavin DeGraw, that's his name. Yeah, it wasn't him. It was from a number that when I get a message, like a voicemail message, it just tells me their number. It doesn't tell me the name. Yeah. Yeah, it's really annoying. I hate uh, that too. But yeah. I mean, how are they supposed to know? Yeah, it's just one of those things with the phone or I guess possibly the... Uh, provider rather than anything that you can do about it but it is annoying oh Um, it's really annoying so the only way that you can work out who called you is by listening to the message but because this person was just the radio that didn't help me (laughs) that's so creepy it sounds like a threat yeah it was weird because i just come out of a concert and so because in that scenario, there's so many people trying to meet up with friends and get in contact with each other or the phone reception kind of goes quiet. Like it's almost yeah. impossible to get a message through. Yeah. Kind yeah. of like on New Year's Eve and stuff. And yeah. so uh, I got all these messages at once and that was amongst them. And I kind of had to sit through all these other messages <laughs> and all the messages that were already in my inbox to get to this weird just radio <laughs> announcement kind of thing. That's so creepy. Yeah, well, I was like, first of all, who's leaving me this message? And then second of all, it could be a prank. But I thought pocket dial. Well, that's the other option, but Ben... The name starts with B. I I guess, but you think that's still a little while down. Usually people would have a few A's in their phone book before you get to I don't know. I don't know, like, Mr. Archimedes or anything. (laughs) Aardvark Anderson. Well, many Aardvarks. Yeah, Aardvark (laughs) Andrew Alderson. Well, uh, I assume this person did have Andrew Aardvark Alderson in their phone. Oh, okay. See, I sometimes get pocket dials because I'm usually at the bottom of people's lists. Okay, so yeah, it can go the other way as well. There's not that many people like 
that are not many friends in the XYZ sort of categories unless you're knowing some like your Landers and some Zoe's, which not everybody knows. I've got several Mr. X's in my phone book that I just like to pick <laughs> No, but they're too. under M. I already thought of that. No, I filed them just X in brackets, Mr. Oh, I comma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are very traditional filing systems. Uh, well, it's much like the uh, 80s song system we discussed last episode where the uh, the subtitle is in brackets. Yeah, true. Mm. So uh, you got the missed call. I'm, is that the end of the story? No, no, no. I, I barely scratched the surface <laughs> of this gem. Vicky. Oh, my mistake. So uh, i trying to work out, find out who left me this message. But first of all, I'm trying to think of the reasons that people would have needed to get in contact with me. And yeah. there was a few people at the concert, but I'd already got other messages from them. And so I didn't think it would be those guys. And then, like you're saying, I thought it could have been a pocket dial. And it seemed like, because it used the full three minutes of the message bank. Oh, that, that does indicate pocket dial. Yeah. But then I'm like, maybe it's a prank. But what they were playing on the radio wasn't weird enough to offend me in any way. <laughs> like, so it was just not a very good prank Yeah, it, it was very lame I'm At least confusing if it was a prank <laughs> And then I'm like, maybe they're just trying to play my favourite song But it wasn't a song what that I really recognised I don't know, it was it oh. was mostly just some uh, DJ announcing the next mix or whatever it was <laughs> but, Maybe they were trying to introduce you to a new song Well, I'd, <laughs> I'd be thankful yeah. Widen Ben's music taste. Yeah. It's my afternoon's project. <laughs> but it's always one of those things when you're trying to play someone a song over the phone, it always gets so distorted that it never sounds any good anyway. Like you see all those people <laughs> at a concert holding up their phone and maybe if it's, you know, the hit single or someone's favourite song, they'll try and play it to them over the phone, but it just comes through as a garbled mess on the other end. Yeah. I've done it a few times and I'm like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it sounded like a thousand paint tins being opened at my end. No, that was the actual song that I was uh, playing for you. Oh, I love that song. Oh, that's yeah. good. It was something a bit different by the uh, Blue Man group. <laughs> that's how they get to, that's <laughs> their pre-show uh, preparation song. <laughs> <laughs> they just, yeah, they, well, they've got a lot of paint in their act. They have to uh, open those tins somehow. May as well uh, yeah, right. work it into the... Uh, themselves, will yeah. they? Well, it feels like half an hour, so, you know, that's half the show already planned there. Because <laughs> I know that most bands are just trying to think of scratching their heads how to <laughs> fill in time at their shows. Yeah, well... Oh, uh, stretch this out to 45 minutes. I know, guys, we've got like 30 hit singles, but I'm, I've got this cool paint can idea. I know it could work. <laughs> Hear me out on this one. Yeah, I'm really sick of uh, jamming for the first half an hour of the show. Why don't we just pretend this is music somehow? They'll buy it. Those kids are dumb. <laughs> They're on drugs. What do they know? <laughs> just throw a lot of drugs into the crowd and then start the show. Yeah, well, maybe maybe half the shows that I've been going to lately, they already did. And uh, I just came back thinking they were awesome. There's just them smoking joint by the side of the stage laughing at us. <laughs> You thought they were awesome but can't really remember anything of them. Yeah. I remember arriving and I got home three days later. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a uh, kidney missing. I can only assume that's a sign of good time. <laughs> that's usually my um, register. Like, how many kidneys do I have after this party? <laughs> yeah, slightly less than last time. All right. Damn you, oh. Blue Man Group. <laughs> so eventually I just give up and decide to call back this number and then quickly hang yeah. up again. So... I can find out who called me. And it was our what? friend. Why is that going to work? 
because it was really late at night. So if I call the number, I'll be waking yeah. them up. But if I quickly call, my caller ID will work out whose person in my phone book it is. I see what you're saying. I thought you were just going to prank them in the middle of the night. Yeah, so I'll fury. get them back. I'll just play them some radio and it'll be like a weird in-joke between strangers. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> this could go on for years. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't do that. I uh, I called them and it was our friend L, which was uh, kind of confusing since we hadn't really any need to message each other or anything. So uh, No, and certainly no need to subliminally message on the radio. No, she's usually more... Direct than three <laughs> minutes of DJ banter. <laughs> it does seem like that. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I usually don't need to use the radio to get my meaning across on the telephone. Well, every. Getting my every... meaning across on the radio does seem to be like a love song dedication sort of thing. Maybe I just didn't listen long enough, and uh, at the end of the three minutes, it was. Dear Ben, I love you. She just didn't want to miss it. <laughs> she accidentally chose a song that's three minutes and one second long. Yeah, that was uh, quite unfortunate for her. Yeah, very unlucky. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. I can't think of where this story was going. What was the point? <laughs> Somehow we got here from my job interview on the toilet. <laughs> you were telling Eddie this story. Yeah, I wasn't telling Eddie this story. I was telling Eddie another story. We got oh, sidetracked. Yeah. So me and Eddie were chatting today. And, uh, I thought you were telling Eddie this story. No. <laughs> this is insane ramblings, folks. You knew what you were getting into. Are you serious? So what was the point of that story? I think we were just talking about phones and you distracted Did me you again. Did you ever find out what she was calling you for for the three minutes of DJ Vander? No, it was just a pocket dial. <laughs> you never... Oh, it was pocket dial. Yeah. I messaged her, like, <laughs> later. But you just denied before that it was pocket dial. Well, I, that wasn't my first instinct. Oh. Probably, it probably should have been. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, no, it was... <laughs> oh, that really went nowhere. Yeah, it's a bit anticlimactic, <laughs> but we got some good Blue Man group jokes out of it. I thought it was going to be like, then it, like, turned out she was from the future and that voice was yours and you're a DJ or something. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot to mention that. Oh, okay. That yeah. came out several months later. All right, we'll just edit all that bit out. And uh, I'll add this in. Oh, yeah. And uh, so it ended up that was a code to uh, stop the world from exploding. And, uh, yeah, I saved the planet oh, again. I can only assume you're excited. It dropped out. Oh, I am. Yeah. I wonder why the world didn't explode last week. It seemed like it was going to, and then suddenly it was all off. Yeah, I, uh, I saved the world. So uh, you can thank me later. Oh, thank yeah. Oh, sorry. Thank you later. My mistake. <laughs> thank you now. Well, I mean, it's a... It was a big endeavor. You can thank me as many times as you'd like, really. I'd, it's been under-publicized, to be honest. I thought I'd get a bit well, more Well, I feel things. like it has been, considering yeah. even you didn't mention it the first yeah, time exactly. you told me. I mean, I was uh, looking for some headlines for this uh, What's My Story, and that was hardly any of them. <laughs> a man saves the planet through radio DJ. <laughs> well, you know, you've got to save the world some way. You may as well uh, do it. Back to the Future phone style. Oh, no, what? Not yeah. Back to the Future. What's that movie with the... Uh, is it Christian Bale or something where he's got a time-travelling phone? That sounds really stupid. <laughs> I haven't seen it. But I don't want to say so because I'm afraid of Christian Bale. I haven't, I haven't seen it either. Why are you afraid of him? Just because oh, he's going to yell at you. Yes, we're on the top of his yell list now. Because you There's two people Christian him. Bale's going to yell at. It's me and you. I didn't do anything. What did I do? You didn't see the film, and I said it sounded shit, so I might be first. Oh, uh, okay. I'm, now I'm doubting if it even is Christian Bale. Hang on. Well, then he'll definitely yell at you. Well, if I assume he was in a movie that he wasn't, he's not a fan yes. of. Yes. 
It doesn't matter. I can't find it. I assume it's not him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, time traveling phone. Tell me the story you told Eddie. Yeah, so I was, uh, I was getting this job interview and I missed two of their calls and I couldn't call back. And so I was finally <laughs> on the toilet and they called back a third time. You were finally on the toilet. What do you mean? Well, you know how uh, you're waiting for something. Like yeah. you're waiting for a phone call and then you're like, I've got to run this errand or I want to go pee or I've got to, yeah, I want to go to the gym or something, but it's going to take this amount of time, but I don't know when my phone call is going to come in. Oh, I see what you're saying. It sounded like it was like quite an endeavor for you to go to the toilet. Like, so finally I got on the toilet. I had to solve a series of clues, each more yeah, fiendish than the last. Like <laughs> it um, very much sounds like it. Yeah, that would be it was, really annoying for a toilet. I can't think of a worse situation. I just think we uh, uncovered the plot of Indiana Jones 5. Imagine, like, I always used to think before cross country, I reckon I would post such a better time if they made me drink, like, four litres of water and then told us to run. Mmm, I, I admire your theory. I'm just wondering if it could backfire. Do you have to do that cross-legged kind of dance? Oh, true. The... The pants dance. I know that's when your pants are falling down is the pants dance. The pee dance, I guess. What's the... What's, why are your pants falling down? Do, what do you mean? Your pants never fall down? All your clothes fit perfectly? I mean, like, I guess if I'm not wearing a belt or something, then sure, they could come down a little, but how does the dance come into it? My pants are always falling down, so I have to do the pants dance to pull them back up. Yeah, so what's the pants dance? Is it just it's like... It's just kind of swiveling your hips until your pants come back on Are you at using... the same time pulling them up with your hand. Okay, yeah, um, that's what I've got now. I thought maybe because the... Uh... Well, because the other way would be the reverse pants dance, which would take them off. That's where Just I was... Just your hips. Yeah, hands. I'm like, how is that going to help you? I'm, I'm with you now, I'm with you now. Yeah, there's hands involved in the pants dance. Good, good to know. It's a full body engagement. <laughs> maybe we should add like some extra moves to it and, uh, you know, make it a bit more exciting. Oh, like a bit of dubstep or something. Ah, oh, there we go. We've got a little... You're not in dubstep when you put your shoes on. What anyway, indeed? so you're finally on the toilet after you're solving all those puzzles. Yeah, it was a, a difficult and trying endeavour, but I made it. And uh, I get this phone call again from the lady at the job. And she's like, is this a good time? And I've already missed two oh. of her phone calls. And so I don't want to seem uncontactable to these people because normally I'm not. <laughs> I only go to the toilet once a day. It was just unfortunate timing. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, no. And so I was on the toilet while I was doing this interview. And it was Are just like, serious? yeah. And it was just like the most awkward thing ever. And she was asking me questions. And it's the kind of stuff that it would be really helpful to see some things that I'd maybe had written down in my room or on the computer or something like that. And so I kind of just yeah. had to make them up or hope that I was getting them right. Ooh. And I was wondering that if the whole time she could hear the echo, because I, I wasn't like I was, well, that's what I was kind of hoping. Like she didn't hear the room transition that you often get where if someone's going to the toilet while you're talking to them, if they all of a sudden get echoey, then you can suspect that maybe something's going on. If they're echoey the whole time, then it could just be a small room that yeah they're talking to you from. So right. I, was, I was hoping she didn't notice. And, maybe uh, just calling them from the echo chamber. Yeah, exactly. I was uh, <laughs> doing laser tag or something. And uh, right. like, is this a good time? Don't yeah, get sure. away with this spot free. Sure. <laughs> I'm just reloading right now. <laughs> yeah. And then I made it to the next round, which I thought was good considering... Uh, yeah, I 
I fumbled through that interview and uh, apparently she liked the cut of my toilet talking jib. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I'm pretty sure those were her exact words. Did you get the job? No, I didn't get the job. And uh, I was really oh. pissed off because it was like a group interview as well. And there was about... And you did that on the toilet as well? No, maybe I should have. That was <laughs> probably... Down what... not as well, surprisingly. Yeah. No, I... Um... It was, I think it was an interview for Galactic Circus, which is like a video game arcade here in Melbourne. Oh, that's not even a good place, like your dream job, is it? I've got a it's feeling like a that's job, what right? it was. No, it wasn't, it wasn't. I've got a feeling that's what it was, your dream job. No, 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 like, that's what the interview <laughs> was. I, it was just so something. So if you were in laser tag, that would have been, maybe the echo really helped you. Yeah, maybe wow. she actually did think wow. I was in laser tag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a group interview. And yeah, I think, I think there was 20 in my interview, 20 at another group interview, and they were hiring about 30 people. Oh, wow. That's good. So yeah. chances are really high. So I pretty much got this job. Everyone in that job interview sucked, right? They were fumbling through it. Like they'd give half answers and get to do these things where they've got these weird prizes at Galactic Circus. So you redeem those yeah. tokens for a PlayStation if you've got like 70,000 tokens but other than that, you just get a frog keychain for like 50 tokens. I still got mine. Do you nice. have yours? Yeah, I do too. It's uh, kind of broken, but I still got it. I still got it. And uh, love. See, that's what's kept us together for all this time when I won us frog keychains. Was it you that won them? Yeah, I, I did some game where you uh, have to, it's like a roulette wheel, but virtual. Oh, yeah. And then you have to press it right on the uh, 100 and I got a fesco. Oh, how romantic. I didn't know you won them for both of us. I couldn't remember. Well, I think you weren't there, but I did get to show up two of the other guys who'd tried like five times and I just like, bam, got it. And then I'm like, sweet, all these tokens come out and they're like, what can I get? Uh, two frog keychains. <laughs> like, sweet. So yeah, you had to do all these kind of fake pitches where you'd be selling these crappy little prizes to kids and I thought I did really well at that and... Then you have to kind of spruik deals like, you know, if you buy $10 worth of game credit, then you get another $5 free or something like that. Yeah. And uh, they, yeah, said they'd hire me. Or they said they'd let me know if I'm hired within the month or something like that. Like that. And then about nine months later, I think I got a note in the mail saying that I didn't get hired. What? Yeah. So they were a bit delayed on that one. I'd kind of figured out by that time that I didn't get the job. But <laughs> I would have assumed so. <laughs> yeah. I was just really hoping that whole time. Come on, I've got my hopes and I dreams pinned on this. I they just sent you a letter. And they said they would email me or something as well. But, uh, That's so funny. Yeah. There were so many people in that interview that chances are, like, if all those people got hired as instead of me, I'd be super pissed because most of them were really, <laughs> really dumb. Maybe but, they just decided not to hire anyone because everyone was so dumb. Maybe. And they were also talking about how everyone had just gotten a raise as well. Like, it was a pretty decent dollars per hour amount. And so, not really. Yeah, it sounded all right. It just sounded like you had to work, like, shitty hours and stuff like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was... I kind of thought it sounded like an okay job. It was a really weird interview, though, because we had to have uh, faces painted. Oh. And so everyone there that works there, they have to dress up. Yeah. Yeah, and so I got dressed up. I think I was, like, a Star Wars guy. I had, like, a <laughs> Jedi's cloak on, but with a Joker face paint. What? Like, from Batman. That's so confusing. Maybe that's why you lost the job. Well, the thing was, the guy's like, what do you want to 
face painted as and he's like oh do you want me to do you as spider-man and i already had this jedi's outfit on i'm like uh okay whatever because he was the one of the guys that works there he you know was one of the guys doing the interview like well i don't want to piss him off he obviously wants to draw spider-man and then he's like oh yeah we're <laughs> out of red and black and so i'm like okay there's spider-man colors what have we got here and he's like i oh, know i know i'll do you as the joker from batman and this okay. was just after Dark Knight had come out. So I'm like, okay, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. And then obviously red and black, still Joker colors. Yeah. And so he drew me, I think it was pink lips and blue <laughs> around the eyes. So you were just like a freaky guy. I was like a really gay Jedi Joker. You just sound like a frightening man. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I can see why you didn't get hired. You sound terrifying. I've got a, uh, a photo that I took in the... Uh, public bathroom at Galactic Circus that I'll chuck up on you the You just sound uh, like Facebook a very gun. unsettling figure to be around children. Now you're bringing up all these reasons why I didn't get hired, but that was their <laughs> fault. It wasn't my fault. Yeah, but uh, then they suddenly realised how unsettling you were as a person. Well, maybe they made the right decision, I don't know. Um, but I was trying to think of reasons that I couldn't, that I didn't get hired for this thing, right? And yep. there was a few that came to mind, apart from the... Uh, craptastic outfit yeah i uh i was talking to this guy you had to do this bit where you were basically displaying your communication skills and so yeah. i was talking to this other guy and he was sounding kind of boring but i'm like what can i you know try and bond over so with he said this you're guy? boring be more fun yeah i tried to do uh <laughs> lemon law him and move on to someone else but everyone else had partners already so you know how it goes you know, it's a video game place. So like, oh, maybe I'll be able to talk to him about video games. And you, you kind of have to get something out of him because then you have to tell the group, this is what this guy likes or, you know, this is something weird about this guy. And so it kind of, I guess, shows that you can talk to people. Yeah. So I'm talking to him and he's like telling me the story about how his friend collects old Super Nintendos. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm like, all right. How many do you really need? Surely they kind of all look the same. Apparently, according to this guy, I don't know how truthful it is, but the guy had 150. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm like, first of all, why? And uh, yeah. second of all, what are you going to do with them? Why? <laughs> yeah, pretty much why is the general question. Uh, why and then also why? <laughs> and apparently it sounded like he was kind of just addicted to buying them on eBay super cheap. And uh, was hoping to resell them for a lot more after he'd bought up basically the world supply of Super Nintendos. Oh, he was trying to commit, like, create a shortage. Yeah, but 10 years after, I guess, they'd already printed millions of them. Yeah, I don't think that's going to work very well, to be fair. It sounds like the worst plan ever. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened to this guy, but uh, if anyone's looking for a Super <laughs> Nintendo, maybe uh, this is... The reason that you, you know that man one. better as Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I told this story about him, and even though it was kind of about his friend, and I told him about a couple of the games we were like, oh yeah, you're looking forward to Tekken or whatever that they had down on the floor. And uh, when he told his story about me, he made it sound like I was only there to play all the games. Oh. I'm like, you sold me out, motherfucker. I didn't tell you this, but I can't just accuse him in the middle of this interview i just have to go yeah that's smile. not a good communication skill yeah i just kind of have to smile like yeah like games yeah. you son of a bitch <laughs> i've played a lot of fighting games yeah. i'm desensitized bro and the other thing was they had as the final question on the uh, you have to do like a form and you know fill out some basic details about yourself and why you want to work there 
And the last one was tell a joke. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what the fuck? On paper. Yeah. You just have to, like, in that scenario, there's nothing to respond to. You just kind of have to go with the basic setup punchline kind of thing. I was trying to make something up kind of more clever than what I suspected most people. Who's there? Let us in. I guess, but is that going to get you fired? And we're like, well, his test was awesome. He, uh, Really sold this guy's story about 150 Super Nintendos, but his fucking lettuce joke is out. <laughs> out. Yeah. Let us in. I don't think so. Yeah, let us out, you bastard. So uh, that happened, and one of the guys, just as we were finishing the test, is like, oh, you don't have to answer the last question if you don't have time because everyone's being a bit slow. And I think I wrote something about Astro Boy and then ended up crossing it out. Then... Afterwards, I'm like, maybe I should have written a joke. Maybe that's why I didn't get the job interview. It was all that goddamn <laughs> joke question. You forever. I reckon. So, uh, yeah, for some reason, I don't know why we're talking about this again, but uh, that happened. You're, no, you're still bitter, I can tell. You're like, well, why are we least, talking about this? At least I got a job that didn't involve me this dressing up as... This is what we talk as... about every time. <laughs> yeah, that's I... true. You got a job where you don't have to be funny, thank God. Yeah, in fact, it's actively discouraged. <laughs> do you know what I hate? Uh, I was reading this article. Oh, lots of things. Yeah. Man. What do I hate? Racism. Injustice. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and the American way. Yeah. You and uh, Captain Canuck have a lot in common. Who's Captain Canuck? Have I not told you about this story? No. Oh, God. Okay. Although, tell me a story about Canadian. I might burst into tears. <laughs> I won't bring up Canada too much again. But anyway, Captain Canuck... The Canadian superhero. Is that really? Yeah, he's basically like the Canadian equivalent of Captain America. Seriously? Is he famous in Canada? I, I don't think so. The only reason I know about him is because I got a comic book that I was reading when I was in the, on holiday in Fiji and it had an ad for Captain Knuck in it. This is so funny. Yeah, and then we were at lunch and Sarah, who I... Uh, told you about we mentioned on the podcast i don't know she she listened for a while i don't know she maybe she still listens she came over and dad was like he all of a sudden started calling me captain canuck and making references about captain canuck awkward to her despite not i assume no one knowing no one would have any idea who captain canuck is yeah and so she did the flight thing and kind of laughed and uh, smiled and looked like maybe dad's crazy and uh, oh yes captain canuck your mental case yeah and so now i had to explain what captain canuck is hoping twice wipe... in your life exactly I bet you never thought that would happen twice too many hoping that uh i wouldn't have to drudge that lame joke up ever and uh <laughs> then uh i got started being called captain canuck for a little bit after that which was not my favorite nickname <laughs> so where was this where were we going with this oh uh, what things that i hate oh uh, yeah injustice go on yes when people bring up scandalous things about companies in the past that i can still remember like, like there's what? this um article i was reading it's like oh my gosh look at these 90s um apple outfits that they used to sell can you believe that this used to be like the selling technique of apple what's an apple outfit like, like apple computers you know, Apple computers, they used to have like the hats and the t-shirts and stuff. And I was like, this is not a scandal. I can remember this. You can't make a scandal out of something that my mind knows. Enough time hasn't passed to make it ridiculous. 
Exactly, because I can, well, it's not even, like, it would be ridiculous had it been, like, some hidden, like, small thing, but I knew about it already. Okay, It's so, like being, like, how funny did you look five years ago? Well, very, but I knew that. Maybe, do you think in 20 years, like, you'll probably still remember it, and you'll probably still know it exists, but then maybe enough people won't remember it, and it'll be kind of worth publishing? Do you think that's Maybe, acceptable? but I guess that's the way it was written. Like, oh, my gosh, like, it's such a surprise. These have been dug out from, like, some far-off place. I was like, it was only, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like ago, maybe. smoking on airplanes or something. It's like, can you believe that people used to smoke on airplanes? Like, I can. First of all, I, I remember it. And second of all, there's signs on every single airplane reminding me not to smoke that just bring up that time that I uh, used to have to, you know, put up with that. Yeah, wasn't it like the 90s or something when they stopped that? Yeah, like... Because yeah. I've flown with people smoking on planes, I think. Yeah, it sucked, but I still remember it. Yeah, it's not crazy. To me, I'm the same. They're like, isn't that crazy? I'm like, no, I can uh, remember that. I no, it was just the thing that used to happen. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm trying to get at. Like, yeah. No, it's, it's a past occurrence. It's not yet crazy. <laughs> do 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 Ranger Vicky! So today's Ranger Vicky, it's really, it makes me laugh because it's about building things for wildlife, right? Which I usually really hate articles like, oh my God, we spent like $500 million on scientists running shrimps on, you know, Ferris wheels or whatever. Wait, if that happened, you have to read that article. <laughs> no, I just made that one up. Because but that's a big waste how- of taxpayers' money if anyone is even planning on doing that. No, but that's what I'm saying. It's usually not. Like... Quite often, like a lot of science experiments do have a really good purpose to them, but journalists find them and they're like, can't believe we wasted money on this. Or like someone's writing their thesis about like the cultural themes in The Simpsons, like what a waste of taxpayers' money. Yeah. I hate the way people are like taxpayers' money like it was ever mine as well. Yeah, they could have used that money to build orphanages for babies with diseases. Yeah, exactly. But like, it's like, it's like, I understand that like, obviously I should have a say in what happens to it, but they're always like, it's coming straight out of your pocket. Yeah. It's going anyway. Like, it's not like, you know, I donated it or they stole it. I've actually allocated uh, several sections of my will to shrimp based research. So, uh, Good, so I'm you should have. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy that they do Anyway, this. so I usually don't like things like I can't believe, especially like stuff for wildlife because I'm like, well, it's important for us to conserve the environment. So I think that we should be putting a significant amount of money into it if it's our infrastructure. Mm-hmm. But this one is really entertaining. So wait, Headline, just before you start, are you for this or against this? Well, you, I don't know. I don't know anything about it, so I can't say. But I just like this man's, uh, sorry, this woman's quote in regards to it. It's the last sentence. Okay. Bat bridge. The way it's written, two alleged bridges. <laughs> it's in inverted commas. Alleged. Does that mean that there, yeah. there's an ongoing court case or something? No, no, no. It doesn't say alleged. It's just in inverted commas, which to me always says allegedly. Oh, uh, okay. Like, so called or something like that. Wait, so two what's bridges. The... Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought you said bat bridges or something like that. Uh, bat bridges. What's a bat bridge? Are you about to find out? Okay. Two bridges have been built to f- help fly. Sorry. Two bridges. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read it in pigeon English and then you can break the code later. Right. Two bridges have been built to help bats fly over a 54 million pound bypass in Cornwall. The 300,000 pound bridges, as in money, not weight, over the A38 at Dobwalls near uh, Liskeard 
uh, made from steel wire and netting stretched in a V-shape across the road. The bats follow the structures using their navigational radar and so avoid dripping down into the line of traffic. But the bridges are used by just 17 bats a day, according to the Highways Agency, which says it is legally bound to protect endangered species and will continue monitoring the structures for the next five years, which is all fine and good. But this last quote, I'm like, oh, I wish you'd said something better. Like, way to play right into the hands of everyone is against you. <laughs> Heather McFarlane of the, Brat Con- of the Brat Conservation Trust. That's my... It's a very unfortunate name for the Brat Conservation Trust. Yeah, they really should have thought about that acronym better. <laughs> for the Bat Conservation Trust says, we do not know if these work or not yet, but roads <laughs> definitely affect bats. <laughs> well, they're doing something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my, oh, way to shoot yourself in the foot. They may affect them to death. That's, uh, yeah. I'm not going to rule that one out. We certainly can't say that they're doing nothing. <laughs> do you remember? At- so yeah, go on. We can't definitively say that they are. No, but, you know, we're, we're pretty confident, right, guys? No? Okay. <laughs> no, we're not confident at all. Oh, why would you say that as your quote from the newspaper? Well, I think it's probably the kind of thing that she said a lot of things and then yeah, she accidentally like let that one slip. It's like, ooh, probably shouldn't have mentioned that. Hug, huh, guys. They're going to pounce on that one. Ooh, yeah, Talk about okay. burying the lead a bit. Do you remember when you were at university and we had a guy come in from no. one of the newspapers for our journalism course oh uh, yeah those guys were idiots i don't Do you remember, remember the was that like a magazine one yeah the woman from frankie i used to really like the magazine frankie until like she came to our school and i just thought like oh my gosh where remember, are her brains i remember we got uh, told off for chatting through that whole lecture yeah because they were just so stupid she was talking about her magazine right do you remember this and she was like yeah I, obviously like there's a lot of good work in the magazine and some work I'd rather not do. For example, like, we'd much rather interview the Pope instead of a celebrity, of course. Except I can't because the Pope's dead. I don't remember that, but I do remember you getting raged about that later on. Yeah, and I was like, how old did you think he was? Well, it depends which Pope she's talking about. Yeah, like, I was referring to Pope John Paul I. Yeah, <laughs> he's dead. We can uh, yeah. we, we can talk to the new guy, but... Have you seen what Lilo's up to lately? <laughs> but she really didn't make it clear. Like, and this was after we'd gotten a new one as well. Yeah. Like, it wasn't in the interim or anything. Like, it just made no sense. Like, she must have thought he was super old. Maybe no one told her that we got a new one and she was too busy uh, doing the gossip call and stuff. <laughs> yes, it wasn't the white smoke. <laughs> yeah, until uh, Paris the Hilton. Claire's Cameron Diaz. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or if Paris Hilton becomes the new pope, then... The world ends? Maybe, maybe that's what... uh you can't have journalism because the world exploded? No, I already protected the world from that, remember? Oh, my mistake. I do remember we got past a note that said, I think it was said to the girl who won't shut up or something, <laughs> yeah, to the girl right. who won't stop talking, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was me and you that were getting in trouble. But uh, no, I was talking about a different guest speaker. When, that um, was quite entertaining. I was like, I want it'd be really funny if I just passed it on to someone else. <laughs> That's what we should <laughs> do next pretended time. like I didn't realise it was for me. Yeah, and then just kept talking. I think even uh, funnier was one of the, um, the next year's classes. They had one of the guys from Big Brother come in, which he was... Oh, uh, yeah. Because he was in my media class. Yeah. 
And so he just came and talked about Big Brother and stuff. It was, yeah, I don't know. Just funny to me. What a pointless degree we did. <laughs> but look like, where really, we are now, the crap Vicky. that filled our heads. The most exciting part was when someone sent us a note telling us to be quiet. Yeah, it was, that was worth our uh, $18,000 a year or whatever it was. Yeah, right. $18,000 a year? Whoa, what degree were you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't paying attention Uber to that Uber expensive stuff. degree. That's like my entire degree's cost. Okay, well, maybe it was a lot less than that and they just ripped me off. Yeah, no kidding. I feel like you should definitely go back and look into that. I'll probably come back somehow owing them more money. I'm like, damn, fell for it again. <laughs> but we can enroll you in a class with Big Brother 05's Merlin. All right, I'm oh, in. Great. No, it wasn't Merlin. It was Chris. No, I'm, I'm saying uh, this this time. Oh, this go, time. You can have when I go back to school. Subject. No, it was, it was Michael, but... Mike, it, that's right. But I think his real name was John, so it was confusing. Yeah, his real name was John, but in the show he was Mike. Yeah, because I already had a John. And the the thing about that was they had... He got kicked out of the Big Brother house for turkey slapping. Yeah. And I think the other guy, Ashley, that also got kicked out at the same time as him, he... I think his name was also John. Oh, really? Yeah, so there's like three people in that house called John. And two of them got kicked out for a turkey slapping the woman. Wow. That's a bad statistic for the Johns of the world. But John yet, the Baptist really failed, you guys. But yet, if you know reality TV dreams don't work out for you, you can still uh, be guest lecturer at Swinburne University. Yeah, that's one thing to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. So was that the guy you were talking about or there was another guy that came No, out? not at all. Totally different guy. Um, oh, the guy from the newspaper. Yeah. Talking about um, investigative journalism. Yes, as... I like that guy, Sean. Was his name Sean? It sounds, sounds about right. Um, yeah, anyway, I liked him. Yeah, he was pretty good. But he passed around at the end of that lecture an article that he wrote. Yeah. And it was about something boring, I can't remember. But the last line, I was like, why is this not your headline? Because it read <laughs> something like, the woman was also suspected to be a witch. <laughs> Did it? Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? That. Like... I should have stuck my hand up straight away. I'm like, tell me more about this witch woman. <laughs> How did that not become a story of its own? Yeah, You're exactly. You're talking about the death of investigative journalism and you've got a witch on your hands you didn't even mention. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I feel like that was one of these uh, we don't know how it affects bats scenarios that they just slided yeah. in at the end. Also, there was a witch. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't think the story was interesting, <laughs> should I just now mention that there was a witch? In I, th I like to think that he just slides that in at the end of every article that he writes. <laughs> yeah, because you could suspect everybody of being a witch, couldn't you? Yeah. And, uh, or just change up the label every so often. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's a troll on Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Another witchy Wednesday. All right. All right. <laughs> um, so is that Ranger Vicky for this week? Yeah, that's Ranger Vicky Dunn. Shall we play our What's My Story game? What's my, what's my, what's my story? Did you make a theme song for it? I did not, but I did oh, play so it. was just me singing it last week. Yeah. Oh, well, now now that we've kind of introduced it, I couldn't just have us discussing the fact that we didn't have a theme song for two minutes. And then just randomly have a theme. Yeah. So I'll put one in right now. What's my, what's my story? story? What a great theme song. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> now, that would be really awkward if I actually forget to make a theme song. Yeah. I think my favourite theme of any radio show ever 
is the Hamish and Andy's bring out your dead thing. <laughs> that is pretty great. <laughs> it's got to be the creepiest one going around. You might have to explain it for people who aren't familiar. Oh, you can do a, probably a better impression than I can. I just feel like I've been talking a lot this episode is all. No, go on. I'd rather you do the impression because you're good at it. Okay, so basically uh, the theme song is maybe about 30 seconds to a minute long. and It's, it's really long the segment, for a radio theme song. Yeah, especially for their show. The segment involves all the ideas. That I can didn't... explain the segment. Okay. The segment is just they've tried to pitch an idea to their producer or I guess to the, like the co-host and it's been shot down as being a crap idea. So they bring it out on like the first or the last Friday of every yes, month. Yes, the last Friday of the month. Yeah, the last Friday of the month they'll pick one and do it. And it's called Bring Out Your Dead Ideas basically. Yeah. And uh, so it's basically it starts off with them trunching through a graveyard. <laughs> Yeah, and over here, over here. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of whispering, and at first, like you kind of have to get them to explain what the uh, the first bit is about. Or actually, you kind of have to get them to explain what the whole thing is about. But then once yeah. you hear it, you're like, oh yeah, that's pretty funny. But yeah, so it's them treading through a graveyard, a graveyard, and a casket opening, and uh, it creaks because it's old and. Then it's like, uh, it's yeah. like, oh, it's opening. And they're, they're talking like through it, like, yeah. oh, it's over there. It's just some like, banter. Oh, it's opening now. About some uh, grave robbing kind of banter. And then it's just yeah. like, ideas, idea, 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 idea. <laughs> Bring out your dead. <laughs> <laughs> it gets me every time. <laughs> Even when we just reenact it. Like, really? Oh, my God. Do you ever watch something over and over and, like, you know Monsters, Inc., the movie? Yeah. Like, I don't think it's that hysterical. Like, I've only seen it in its entirety once. I didn't even like it. Oh, see, I don't think it's that funny, but they watch it at school, like, all the time in free time, like, students, right? And when they do that bit where he's like, put that thing where it back came from, so help me. And then that other person busts in and they're like, what are you doing? They're like, we're just rehearsing for a musical. Put that thing back where it came from, so help me, so help me, so help me. Oh, okay. I didn't even remember that bit. Every time I, like, laugh myself sick. I don't know why. Like, I just can't help it. It's just so funny to me. That's good. With the theme back, <laughs> help me. So, uh, Monsters, Inc. and the Bring Out Your Dead theme song, if uh, anyone ever needs to cheer Vicky up. Oh, the Bring Out Your Dead theme song really busts me up. Ideas, ideas. A couple, a couple that I can get that from, two that come to mind, in South Park, there's an episode where Kyle's dad gets what's called a dolphin plasty. Oh. And, and it's basically he gets plastic surgery to be transformed into a dolphin. <laughs> and it's like the most horrifying yet hilarious <laughs> sight you've ever seen. Uh, and he kind of just like waddles around and he's like, it's kind of like a half cross between him and a dolphin. And I can't not crack myself up laughing whenever I see that. So that's, what's, that's what I'm trying to get at, like things that aren't even really that funny that like, yeah. you just can't help. No, this is that funny. I've, oh, I've, is it? See, these ones aren't that funny. I don't know why I can't help but laugh. But I, I don't know. Maybe you might look at it and or other people might look at it and not see what <laughs> I see, but it just gets me every time. And then You the see other, champagne comedy. Yeah. The other one that this is amazing, me and my sister and Alex, we were all at his house on uh, – it might have been like a New Year's thing or we might have just been hanging out, I don't know. But he took a photo of my sister. Yeah. And this was an old phone. Oh, yes. That's just, that photo is really funny. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I don't know if I have it or I don't know if... Uh, I 
think it's like, on your old phone or something. No, it's, it's on Alex's old phone. But I don't, uh. I don't know if I want to post it on the gallery because I might, like, if I have access to it, it might overexpose me to it. Yeah, and it won't be funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I do like the fact that I can just occasionally get him to show me and I'll piss myself laughing every time. I don't know if, if I... Yeah, that's the problem. Like, it's not as good when you can just see it. Yeah, if I can just always access this photo, I might burn myself out on it. Well, have don't no... look at it. <laughs> I, I have no self-control when it's the funniest photo ever taken. So oh, really? Uh... Basically, to uh, explain to people, it was an old phone, and so it didn't it's have the best... Displayed. Yeah. And so as the photo was taken, she moved. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just laughing thinking about it. And so everything is... <laughs> it's a really funny picture. Everything is in focus perfectly, except her nose <laughs> looks, like, really huge. And it looks a bit crooked, <laughs> like she's got a massive witch's nose. That's yeah, huge. It's, it's so great. Like, I almost burst into tears just <laughs> laughing at this photo every time I see it. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's my... <laughs> pretty similar reaction to that photo that is a really entertaining photo yeah it's so good why so uh (laughs) somehow this was on what's my show what's my story oh yeah what's my story so we had the uh theme song yeah hopefully our theme song can live up to the bring out your dead theme song oh i hope so (laughs) ideas maybe the uh maybe the what's my show theme song that i've already played everyone's already heard it I can add the ideas bit to it. Do we need that oh. tag at the end? Well, yeah. Okay, why not? So it's like, what's my, what's my story? Ideas, ideas, ideas. ideas. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure even Hamish and Andy cl- like complain about how creepy that intro is, don't they? I think after every time that they do it, but they uh, also forget to change it because they only do it once a month. Yeah, yeah. That's what they keep saying. They're like, oh, bloody hell, that's creepy. Yeah. So... What's my story? What's my, what's my story? Ideas, 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 ideas. Teenager afraid of crumpet. The, the problem that I've discovered with this game, last yeah. week I didn't have much trouble coming up with headlines, but it seems like you've run into the same thing as me, where what? the headline basically tells the story of the article. Oh, no. I don't think so. There's so many options with Teenager Afraid of Grumpet. Yeah, you think there's a... Well, a a teenaged what? Okay, well, I was going (laughs) to go with person, but now you've made me think. A teenage... Mutant Ninja Turtle? There we go. (laughs) (laughs) We found out the true fears of Michelangelo. Yeah. Surprisingly, it's a crumpet. So uh, I know they're big fans of pizza and being radical, but crumpets are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle's one weakness. Well, considering they're American, I'm sure that the crumpet would be their downfall. Mm, mm. A, a teenage would be quite old for an ant, wouldn't it? What do you mean an ant? Like an ant. Does it have to do with Ninja Turtles or are you just thinking what no, else could be No, not at all. Like, what else it could be. Okay. So I was thinking like, it would be quite explainable fear for a teenage ant to be afraid of a crumpet. Because that's basically old age for them. No, like if it's an old aged ant, like they've dodged so many obstacles in their lives, like maybe they feel like it's going to be a crumpet that finally falls on them and kills them. Yeah, so you're saying that teenage age for ants is pretty much their life is... Uh, old age. Um, yeah, maybe it's uh, an insight into the uh, lives of ants. But if you're an ant, maybe a crumpet would be the best thing to be dropped on you because there's quite a lot of holes to sort of shelter in, isn't there? Yeah, and you could eat your way out. It's kind of like protection and food. Maybe that's why it's a surprise. It's like, man, why crumpets? 
<laughs> you know how they used to say like saucy crumpet to talk about attractive people? I really do. Maybe not. it's a story about me, except I'm not a teenager. <laughs> well, it could have been written a few years ago. I'm very afraid of attractive people. Well, who isn't? They're just too damn scary. Ben was berating me before the podcast for not wanting to date someone because we might break up. Was it because he's too attractive? <laughs> I often find that's why girls don't want to uh, date me, I assume. No, I think we're both accidental rejectors. Probably. Because neither of us want to be keynotes, that's the problem. Yeah, well, we, we discussed this last episode. We uh, even named the episode Iceman Cometh after our uh, icy abilities. It's Yeah, we do, though, like... I think we've gone too far the other way, Ben. If we were X-Men, we would be Rejecto and No Date. I guess No Date. No. <laughs> I'll be No Date. Okay, good. <laughs> you can be Rejecto. <laughs> that's that's the better of the two. I'm, I'm glad out of the I selection like of bad X-Men names. Nope. You like No Date? Yeah, I like No Date. All right, good. Rejecto and No Date. We can fight the uh, massive mascots. No, we can fight the powers of Kino. Yeah, we can, I assume this is a uh, long-running storyline. We can fight a lot of things, Ricky. Which, everyone says is a Hamish and Andy term, but it isn't. I came up with Kino before Hamish and Andy talked about it, and I was really annoyed about it when they started saying it. You know what's really annoying is when you think of something good like that and then discover that years later someone else came up with it before you independently of you? Yeah, yeah, I hate that. Like, that happened to me with Calculus. Oh, yeah? You invented calculus? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then I went back in time and it's like, oh, everyone knows this. Fuck. That's all right. There's, there's not much money in calculus anyway. It took a lot of work, I have to say. Yeah, I guess there's some glory. <laughs> I've, um, just to give everyone here a, uh, a bit of a insight into the behind the scenes of the podcast, I took off my jumper while we were recording this. Woo! Um, wow. Yeah, it's, it's Is that pretty... the only insight? Just thought you guys might need to know. <laughs> yeah, you could uh, see these awesome abs, but um, alas, it's only a uh, audio show. It's not a vodcast yet. But I didn't want to take off my headphones, and so now my uh, jumper is stuck around my headphone cord. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah, I'm trying to work out how to solve that one. But the, yeah, the comic that I did... Several years ago, I posted it on the Insane Ramblings Gallery, where it was like an Urban Dictionary spelling bee. I discovered this week on oh, yeah. on YouTube a clip from uh, Donald Glover, who's in Community, and he basically did the same joke in a YouTube skit in 2006. No! I know, and he did it, you know, probably better than me. It's just annoying. So it's sort of like simultaneous. Well, mine was maybe about three years after his. Oh, okay. And it's oh. not... Because I'm like, oh, maybe I beat him to it because I did it a while ago. Nah, he beat me to it by a long time. It's just annoying. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, what was this article actually about? I didn't read it, so I've got no idea. Oh, okay. Something about crumpets. Let's move on. Yeah, well, I guess this it's pretty much, you know, the, uh, the obvious. Something about teenagers. Yeah, teenage is afraid of a crumpet, yeah. All right. Suspicious device turns out to be a toy. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> so uh, I guess the key things here are what is this device and uh, what, what kind of toy is it is. Toy? Mm. You never get the opposite. Suspicious toy I was turns say it's out. better than the opposite. Yeah. It turns out to be a suspicious device. Because I bought a lot of uh, Uno decks that turned out to be doomsday devices. 
Oh, really? That bottle of Uno Dex that gave me some really nasty paper cuts. Oh, well, mine was like... Unless that is a doomsday device. Yeah, it's going to take down the world one draw four at a time. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> um, Suffer. For everyone who remembers the Australian ad. For oh, Uno. pretty much the most memorable quote from the 90s Uno ad. Surely, draw four. Suffer. <laughs> <laughs> There's a flashback for everyone. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm pretty sure every Australian our age knows that. Surely. That was that. Like, Don't push me. Push a push pop. Yeah, that was good too. I wonder if I can YouTube these. It's sad to think they'd be lost to the world forever. <laughs> I'd think so. Like I've got a couple of those old VHS tapes. That mm. it would be cool to just chuck one on and see all those old ads again. It's got movies on them. I didn't just tape the ads, but oh, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of more interested in the ads at this point because you can just, you know, get the movie anywhere. Well, we've got a lot of those tapes of, like, this cartoon, like, Dino something. Dino like, Riders. Like, 80s and 90s. Sorry? Dino Riders. Dino Riders, yes. We've got, like, a million taped Dino Riders at my house. Obviously really into Dino Riders when we were kids. <laughs> it's just cool to go back and... Uh, it's like a time machine or those ads or the promos they show for other shows or the don't push me, push a push pop stuff that you're like, holy shit, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Do you remember like how Milo and Otis used to be on every election day? No. Was that for appeasing the kids in case uh, they were too bored of election coverage? I don't know. It used to be on like election and around New Year's. It was on a lot, Milo and Otis. Yeah, I remember it being on a lot. I don't remember specifically the events that it coincided with. Yeah, it was definitely on on election day at least once. There was like a whole bunch of movies that seemed to rotate very frequently. They think that Channel 10 must have just bought the rights to show as many times <laughs> as they want. And whenever yeah. nothing was going on, they'd show um, Bulletproof was one of them. One of the early Adam Sandler and Wayne's Brothers movies. Oh, I don't know it. I never uh, saw that one. I never even watched the whole thing because it didn't seem that great. But there was like that and Major Pain was on all the time. Oh, Major Pain was on a lot, yeah. yeah. I never watched that either. No, never. It's just one of those things that flash back if I ever see commercials or those movies on DVD or something that, like, oh, yeah, I remember they showed those a lot. <laughs> so any clues as to what this suspicious device was? Uh, no, is it Dino Riders tapes? Um, it was, in fact. They're not suspicious at all. I can't believe we ever made this mistake. Actually, I'm just reading the uh, article. It just calls it a gadget. It says an explosive team was called in because they I thought had it, an explosive team. <laughs> they thought it was a that homemade. Team could be friends with crumpets. They could cushion the blow. Yeah, maybe our two uh, articles actually one in the same story. <laughs> they said they thought it was a homemade <laughs> grenade. Sorry, my news just refreshed and there's quite an entertaining one here. Yeah. Dinosaurs eat ACDC, Wiggles, <laughs> and Kylie. That's unfortunate. They were some of our biggest exports. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't think we've got many Australian celebrities left. No, if uh, especially the ones that are actually Australian. Yeah, I know. We're going to have to start importing some more people from New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, was it the Dino Riders? Unfortunately not. It's No, it's like that. there must be some dinosaur event on in Australia at the moment that's making more money than all those people. Uh, fair enough. My last one is... Australian taxi driver fined for wearing jeans. <laughs> I'm assuming whilst at work, not generally speaking. Well, you never know. Also, where was he wearing the jeans? Like, which part of his body? Yeah, maybe that's true. He was wearing some kind of... That's uh, more of an indecent exposure issue. Yeah, it was some kind of novelty hat, but he didn't have actual pants <laughs> on. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe 
it was one of those strippogram kind of things where it's like, you're fined for being sexy. Oh, well, then <laughs> why would that be news? This week, an Australian taxi driver <laughs> received a strippogram. Oh, hey. Nice. <laughs> Maybe he was uh, just bragging. Old George over at Depot B finally found himself a lady. That's nice. Good yeah. things. But, uh, yeah, maybe he just wasn't getting the hint and he's like, you're fine. Like, it was their first day on the job. You're fine for wearing jeans? He's like, what? <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, right. Wearing jeans well for being nice jeans. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, you have nice jeans. I mean, uh, whatever. I'm a stripper girl. <laughs> uh, apparently, he was, he was ordered to pay about $1,400 for wearing jeans to work despite insisting they were tailor-made and suitable for the job. Wow, that's bad. Shit. Mm, so uh, I guess you have to wear trousers in South Australia as a taxi driver. I didn't know that. I didn't even notice what they wear. Apparently his outfit was purely wool and tailor-made. That's not jeans then. Aren't you yeah. you made of like, denim, cotton? What kind of jeans are purely like wool? like a suit to me. <laughs> I know. It's like he's dressed as a sheep or something. I was going to say, was he like, was it a theme dress day at work at the t- South Australian taxis? Who knows? I don't... Did he just glue sheep to his legs and try to pass them off his jeans? Because then I support the fine. I'm almost more worried that this was uh, an actual news story. Yeah, that's true. Well, mine is uh, meet the living dead animals. Also uh, not about dino riders. And now that's all I can think about. I just assume everything <laughs> is about dino riders. Don't we all? It took a long time to break out of that habit. That's why we had to lock away the tapes. Well, all those 80s kind of cartoons are coming back. Maybe it's time for Dino Riders to make its resurgence. Well, if they do, I've got I've cornered the market in my, in my Australia house. We really <laughs> have, like, basement. tapes and tapes of the show. Are they... Uh, they're not official BHS. This is taped off TV. No, um, I think we have some official and some taped off TV, both. Oh, quite the collection. It sounds like an <laughs> article... really do. Like, I don't think I can hammer home how much of these we have hidden away. <laughs> Well, uh, when you get back, we'll have to have a Dino Riders Marathon. That'd be nice. We should. It also sounds like we have to find a VHS-capable uh, player. <laughs> well, we'll speak to your friend with 150 Nintendo um, consoles. He yeah, should have that's a true. vintage it's, hookup. It's been hard rubbish lately, and so it's kind of interesting to see there's so many old CRT TVs on the side of the street. Oh, really? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, every single... You guys have switched over this year, haven't you, to... Uh... Digital TV. No, they're still... Uh, Australia's still taking their time on that. But I think oh. people are finally getting rid of them. And it's just weird to see, like, along with all those TVs, basically the sides of the street look like a 90s lounge room. <laughs> it's like all your I old... I was thinking, like, the start of American Graffiti is really easy to replay. <laughs> it's just all your <laughs> old, uh, uh, you know, couches and lamps and shit like that. It's just weird. We'll it's just so have to... Funny. Yeah, we'll just have to trawl the streets and look for a... Uh, Every street looks like the beginning of um, 90s Friends. Yes, exactly. We can. Uh, <laughs> we just need a fountain. We can recreate the intro. <laughs> yeah, so I assume this is an article about zombie uh, animals. How could it not be? Which don't tend to show up very much in zombie shows, do they? I remember being quite disappointed with Survival of the Dead. That there I was... think we talked about this already, didn't we? Probably. I want to bring it up again because I was so annoyed <laughs> at it. <laughs> But the whole time in Survival of the Dead, there's a horse running around and then it didn't turn to a zombie at any point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did mention this, but I can tell you need to let it out again. Maybe. Because you don't have any feelings, so a feeling of disappointment to you is quite an event. Yeah, it was the first time I felt a feeling and I wasn't a fan of it. (laughs) The first time I felt a feeling. (laughs) It only took till 
the 2010 horror zombie film Survival of the Dead, and that would probably be the last time I feel because I was not a fan. Maybe the author felt the same way as me and he just needed to uh, share that sentiment. Obviously. No, it's about um, animals who were declared extinct who aren't actually extinct. Oh, shit. What are we bringing back? No, we're not bringing back anything. We just said they're extinct and then we found them. Yeah, so like, do you know what oops, we sorry, found? sorry, that giant elephant was behind the couch the whole time. <laughs> as long as they found more than one, because if they just discover yeah, one... Yeah, seems a bit pointless. Like, we found one. No, no, they found, like, a whole colony of them. Do you know what animals? Um, oh, the only one I remember is the elephant, sorry. Oh, they actually did find an elephant that we thought was extinct. Yeah, yeah, in Borneo. But how does an elephant go undetected for so long? Maybe it's a camouflage or something, like, if it was some kind of... <laughs> Yes, it is the Greater Eastern Camouflage Elephant. (laughs) Yeah, some kind of chameleon slash elephant hybrid and that's just been blending into the background all the time. (laughs) But yeah, I think uh, that does it for episode 37 of Insane Ramblings. Nice. It was a short, uh, a very short episode in name only, really. Oh, really? Uh, That's unfortunate. (laughs) Well, we had much uh, camouflaged elephants bats and uh, talking on the toilet stories to discuss. I think we... Yeah, I uh, mean, like, we can't just let those not... not um, No, the world needs this, Vicky. The world needs this. <laughs> needs. Needs is definitely the word. Yeah. <laughs> so much so that nothing that I had written down got talked about. Seriously? Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Well, anyway, if you want to email me, you can reach me, Vicky, at insaneramblings.net. Or if you want to talk to me, Ben, at insaneramblings.net. Or to get either of us, podcast at insaneramblings.net. And uh, please rate and review us on iTunes because that helps us get more fans and more fans means more episodes. And uh, feel free to subscribe on iTunes as well because then every time a new episode is posted and we're doing quite well at one a week at the moment, uh, that'll go up on the iTunes feed and be downloaded to your computer automatically without having to really do anything. And I know how lazy you guys are. After all, you could be talking to your own friends, but instead you choose to listen to us. Well, they don't choose. I mean, I assume most... You said you're forced to listen to us. Yeah, I assume most of our listeners are held at gunpoint, but uh, I'll take it either way. Assume or hold most of our listeners at gunpoint? Well, like a bit of column A, a bit of column B. (laughs) Away, uh, seaboat. Away, seaboat. You beat me to it. Sing ramblings.